Hey guys, welcome to this week's Microgreens Q&A episode. As always, thanks a million for joining me here today. I'm your host, Brian Faulkner, and this is the part of the podcast where I answer your Microgreens questions every week. We've got a great question coming in today from Tim, but before we get to Tim's question, I want to take a minute just to thank our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by TrueLeafMarket.com. TrueLeafMarket are the go-to microgreens seeds and equipment company all across the United States and Canada, and the list of countries that they deliver to is always expanding. They're a really customer-focused company, and they have your success in mind always. All of their seeds are tested to make sure that they have the right germination rate, Some companies have seeds sitting in stock for long periods of time and over time seed loses its viability. True Leaf Market turns over their inventory so frequently that their seeds are always as new and as fresh as you're going to get and that in turn is going to help you have more successful grows and make more money. I'm really happy to promote True Leaf Market because I really do believe that they're a customer focused company. They have such a great variety of microgreen seeds on their website and all at reasonable prices too. The guys over there have also been generous enough to create a special offer of a 5% discount for all of the listeners of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast and all you have to do to avail of that is type in the code mge5 at the checkout the code again is mge5 so here is today's question from tim and tim is from sydney in australia and his message was this hey brian i'm just getting started with growing microgreens why do you always recommend watering microgreens from the bottom when in nature all plants are watered from the top by the rain Hey Tim, how's it going? And hello to everybody that's listening in Australia. There are actually a good few listeners in Australia, I was surprised to see. It's crazy to think that you can be reaching people on the opposite side of the world, but thanks a million for tuning in and for listening down there. And that's a great question, Tim. Thanks so much for it. The main reason that I recommend this is to keep the foliage of the microgreens dry so they don't start to rot on you. So if the leaves of your microgreens stay wet for long periods, they'll go soft and shrivel up and rot, so they'll start to turn black, and you can also call this damping off too. Now when I actually think about it, I kind of contradict myself a little bit on this topic sometimes. So mostly, yeah, I recommend watering from the bottom to keep the foliage dry, but in some cases at certain points of different microgreens growing cycles, It is useful to water from the top and I recommend watering from the top too sometimes. So I'll go over that in a minute. So really what we're trying to do as microgreens growers is grow in a controlled environment and replicate the best possible weather conditions that we possibly can. So as to produce the best quality and highest yielding crops of microgreens that we can. And for most microgreens after the germination phase is over, so after the plants have sprouted from their seeds and they're put into the light, It's better to water them from underneath by pouring water into the bottom tray and let it be absorbed up by the top tray. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'd have heard me recommend them before to always plant your microgreens in a tray with holes and sit that tray inside a tray with no holes. So this is possible. So yeah, in nature, rain falls from the sky and that's how normal farmers crops are watered outside in a field along with overhead irrigation, I suppose, in some cases. And then they've got the wind and the sun outside to help dry the leaves after that. But if there's excessive rain in nature, plants and crops in farmers' fields can fail. Or if there's really damp weather with no drying, where crops stay wet for long periods of time, the crops can get disease and have problems. And then the farmer has to spray a fungicide to remedy that. So that's just a quick example, but it's actually really hard to get perfect growing conditions for crops outside when you're dependent on the weather. And you also have to remember as well that in nature, things are natural. 
So let's imagine an actual proper sunflower growing wild in a field for a second. So when that sunflower runs its course for the year and it rots down, the seeds are all in the head of the sunflower and when it rots, the seeds are going to be dispersed where the head lays. So a few hundred seeds then, or however many, all end up in the ground after that. And let's say all of them germinate the next year. Well, it's just natural then that they won't all survive. The strongest of them will survive through whatever nature throws at them. But the majority of them won't. And that's nature and that's plants growing naturally. And what we're trying to produce is not natural. So we want all of the sunflowers that we plant to grow perfectly until we ruthlessly cut them all down and eat them, that is. So sunflower actually probably wasn't the best example to give there because that is actually one of the microgreens that I recommend watering from the top for the majority of its growing cycle. So we said there a minute ago that sometimes I contradict myself on this advice of watering from the bottom all the time. Well, sunflower is one of these cases. The reason for watering sunflower from the top for the majority of its grow cycle is that it softens the sunflower hulls and makes them easy to brush off with your hand without spending too much time picking them off. There's other cases then where I'll water from the top a little bit longer than most other microgreens like coriander or cilantro where watering from the top actually helps the shoots break through the soil when they're covered. Or say with pea shoots where watering them from the top helps the soil get pushed back down to the bases of the plants so it leaves the stems a little cleaner for cutting. So to sum up the answer here Tim, sometimes nature doesn't always provide the best growing conditions for producing high quality and high yielding crops. So it's our job then to provide the best growing conditions for microgreens that we can. And by not watering our microgreens from the top after germination, in most cases, that will help reduce the chances of your microgreens from rotten or damping off, whatever you want to call it. So I hope that helps and thanks a million again for your question and thanks so much to you too for listening all the way to the end. If you would like to ask a question that could potentially feature on a future episode of the show, head on over to microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash ask and you can ask there directly on that page. There's an option there of leaving a voice note where your question could be played out on an episode of the podcast. And there's also a form to fill out there if you'd prefer to write in your question. And then if you're interested in starting a microgreens business of your own and you're wondering what the first steps in doing that are, I have created a free ebook for you. It's a beginner's guide to starting a microgreens business. And that goes through all of the steps you need to take from ordering your supplies all the way to making your first sale. And you can get that at microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash ebook. And there is a link for that in the show notes too. So that is it for this week's Q&A episode. Thanks a million for all your questions. Please keep them coming in. I hope you have a great day, whatever you're up to today. And I'm looking forward to helping you on next week's episode. Take care, guys.